Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Justin. This is Sports Sales and Coffee, and I appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy day and allowing me to enter your ear holes and tickle that beautiful, beautiful brain of yours with a little bit of information, a little bit of knowledge, and even some motivation that will hopefully help you reach and exceed your sales goals so you can absolutely dominate. If you haven't yet, it'd mean the world to me if you could like, subscribe, and comment to wherever you listen to the podcast, especially on iTunes or Spotify. It'd mean the world to me. I guess it helps with the algorithm or whatever. And then continue to tell a friend to tell a friend. You have been doing it. The support you've shown me has meant, the. it doesn't meant, it means the world to me and just continuing to tell a friend and a co-worker is just amazing and um, I'd love to be friends ourselves you know follow me on social media I'll follow you back at sports sales coffee on Instagram Facebook and on Twitter at SSC underscore podcast uh, on Twitter it's at sports sales coffee on TikTok well hot start Justin I don't know it's all in the bio just it's all in the bio just just hit it up hit me up I'll hit you up and we can chop it up. Any ideas, we'll go from this. This is a hot start, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing well. Um, I, you know, I think the theme of the last few episodes have just been, you know, what I've said a lot of just, you know, we got to make lemonade out of lemons that we've been dealt in sports world. Um, and I know in baseball, we're, we've been thinking about crazy ideas and uh, other ways of getting revenue into the ballpark. We did the golf outing. We're going to do that again next weekend. But but this weekend and last weekend, uh, we did a dining at the Diamond where we set up picnic tables on the infield dirt. And people came out and uh, they had a great time. And you know what I mean? I thought I was done with the game. I thought I was done with uh, being a waiter. But sometimes it calls you back. Yeah, I, I feel like it was similar to Jordan when Jordan retired. And they, they called him back. They said, yo. We need you. We, we need MJ. And am I comparing myself to the greatest basketball player of all time saying waiting tables? Yes, I am. That's how much my game of waiting tables is. It's, it's phenomenal. And you don't, I didn't lose a step. And I don't think you do lose a step. If you've been waiting tables for a long time, then you, you give it up. You, you go do something else, and then you come back to it. It's like riding a bike. You're there. You're there. I, one table in, pfft, I was greeting them upselling them, talking, laughing, using the corny dad jokes, which I personally love. I had a great time waiting tables. Um, I, I, you know, I somewhat missed it, having that interaction, that having the, the pointless conversations of, of knowing that if, if there's a mistake, it kind of is what it is. And uh, it was really fun. I'm going to do that again this weekend on Saturday. Waiting tables, having fun. So the game called me back. 
And I answered, just like Jordan. Just like Jordan. Um, yeah, that, that, that's all I got. That, that's all I got. Um, yeah, waiting tables is fun. But, episode 103. Let's just get into it, or else I'm just going to go down a road that you're not going to want to want want to hear but i did have an idea for for another podcast i want to throw this out there because i want to motivate you if you're ever thinking about doing something else i think this would actually be a pretty funny podcast uh to do would be if you're in the food industry and you interview other waiters and and servers and waitresses about their like stories that they had because everyone has the craziest waiting table stories they dealt with the craziest people um, and I think it would be a really funny podcast. So if you're looking for some, that's an idea. I don't need any royalties. Just give me one shout out. It can be the first episode, but whatever. I think it would be hilarious if you're looking to do something. And also, I'll just stay on this this soapbox right here. It, with this pandemic and people might having a little more time on their hands, and I know I've talked about this before, and, and I actually talked to my brother-in-law, and he's like, I hate when you say that because I'm still working. I'm an essential worker. And I said, no, 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 I get it. But we all have more time on our hands because we're not going out to the bars. So even if you're an essential worker, you still have some time on your hands because you're not going out as much. You're not maybe going to the movies. It's, it's, you're maybe staying in. So if you have this bug to try to do something, let this be the voice for me to push you and say, do it. What do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose. If you want to start a podcast, start a podcast. YouTube channel, you want to go on Twitch, you want to start um, whatever. Now is the time. Give them hell. Give them hell, try it out. That's what I want you to do. But So episode 103, over 100, it's amazing. I love it. Uh, but 103, I want to talk about something that's very important. I think it's extremely important. I think as a new sales rep, I didn't do this. I think it took me a while to to train my brain to do this. I think it helps you in really all aspects of life, not just sales. And I think sales has a lot of aspects that's going to help you in life. And I think it's active listening. I'm like a broken record. I've said it a thousand times of shut your mouth when you're in meetings, when you're in cold calls. Shut your mouth. And also the, the don't just wait until it's your time to talk actually listen to the person, have a conversation. And I say those things because they're extremely important and I believe in them and I think they help you in ways that it's tough to explain, but it helps you in life as well. And and this episode, I wanted to expand on that. I want to expand why is it good to be an active listener? You know, why does it help us in sales? And then how can we improve? How did I improve my listening skills um, and that what I felt made me a better salesperson. Uh, and then when I talk to other reps and talk to the people of why I push it so much and the stories that, that I tell them. So it's just how can we you know improve? And so similarly, like when I first started out, I, I wasn't great at it. I wasn't great. And the real reason was is because I was so nervous about what I was going to say. I was more worried about what I was going to say and how I was going to come off. So I didn't listen to what they were talking about. It's very similar to when you meet someone for the first time. They say a lot of times when you meet someone, if they introduce, hey, I'm Justin, you almost forget their name because you're too worried about the impression that you're going to make on them. So you forget their name, which then you look like a big old dum-dum when you have to ask them what their name is five minutes later because they already told you. Or when they don't bring up their name again, you've been talking to them for 15, 20 minutes and you just kind of forget because you weren't paying attention. You were too worried about what you were going to say. That's what happens all the time. That's what happens a bunch. And if you're not listening, it shows that you just don't care. It comes off as you don't care. 
that that you know you're not there for them you're there for you you're just trying to get a commission check you're just trying to get money out of their pocket you're not trying your whole cold call open of, of you saying that you want to see if it's a good fit if you want to learn more about what they do you want to you know you want to make sure you're doing a price analysis or whatever if you're not listening to them what you just said was bullshit and you lied to them so therefore you've kind of lost all their trust and they might not come out and say that but internally internally they do it's so Last season, I ran into an old co-worker, and, and me and him got along very, very well, and it's very, very funny. So when I, when I saw him in, the, in my head, I was like, ah, I, you know, I feel bad. I feel bad that we lost connection. I feel bad that we didn't, we, I, you know, I really liked you a lot, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel bad that we haven't grabbed any beers lately. We just kind of, you know, fell, fell apart, and then until about 10 minutes in the conversation, then I realized, oh, this is why we fell apart, because you never let me talk. And when you do let me talk, you don't listen to what I say, and it's very clear of me understanding that because when I come to add to the conversation, you're just push the conversation in a different direction because you don't care what I say. You're just looking to talk about yourself. And when that happens, I kind of lost respect. And I was like, oh, that's right. This is why we don't stay in contact. Now imagine being the decision maker and having the salesperson do that to you. Where you just say something, you're talking about your business and where you want to go with it and why you, you're going to buy five new trucks and you're going to hire 15 more, more people and that you, know, you, you love your logo and that you're saying that and then you as a salesperson or the salesperson then starts talking to you about radio. But you just said that you, you love your logo and you want people to see it for branding. But then the, the salesperson tells you about the deals on radio they're having. Don't know if you know this, but radio, you can't see their logo. And that shows that the salesperson wasn't listening to you, which means they're not there for you, which means they don't care about you, that they're there for them. Therefore, you're not building a relationship. You're not building a partnership. You're in a one-way street, and that's not good. That's not what we want to do. It's 2020, and even though this year is messed up, People want to have that connection. People want to build that partnership together. They don't want to just give you money and not have that ROI. They want to have something that they feel they, they, they can own, they can have. And by listening to them and actively listening to them, it's going to help. Listening shows that you care about them. It shows that you want to build a foundation. It shows that you, you want to give them the best thing possible and try to improve their business. Because and also, it's going to help you in the long run to close. When we listen, it brings up information so we can use it later in the sale. I've said that a, a thousand times because it's true. We open these little windows of information, and that's why we ask the questions. Because the questions give us these, these, these little you know, informational, informational deposits that we put in our bank, which is our brain. We're not just doing to check a box. Why are we asking, what do you see yourself down in five years? What do you currently do for your marketing? What do you currently do for, for, for group outings? How is employee morale? Is that important to you? What do you like to do to recognize employees that are doing a good job? You know what I mean? We're asking these questions so we can check, not just check boxes, but we can get this information so we know what to present. This person says that they love company morale and they want to improve it. Well, guess what? A group outing to the stadium is perfect. 
I'll take care of the food. You look like the hero. Company morale's great because they got something to look forward to. They get a couple beers, a couple hot dogs, hang out, watch the game. They're all together. It's great. You want? How do you show that someone's doing a great job by just doing a great job? Other than giving them like employee of the year, this massive award, you know reward, or you don't do anything, but you said you would like to season tickets. You can't come to all seven, 70 games. You can't come to all 12 games. Give them out to your employees. Give them out to your clients as appreciation. That'd make them feel really good. Hey, Bob, you're doing, you're doing excellent work. Here's two tickets. Cindy, you did a phenomenal job last week. Here's four tickets to the game. Bring your family. Just for nothing. Here it is on Tuesday night. And guess what? You can pop out of work early for you know that half hour, hour, you know, hour to get there. Thank you so much for doing a great job. When we're actively listening and we're listening, it shows that we care. And then how do we sometimes actively listen? This is my fault a, a little bit when I do this. Is, do you ever see The Office? Uh, do, you, do you ever see The Office? It's, it's when, they're, when Pam and all the girls are trying, <laughs> are trying to teach Dwight how to sell to a female. And it's one of my favorite scenes because Nellie, who I never found was like super funny, but she was like extremely funny in this where when he goes to try to sell someone, she asks the three questions. Um, <laughs> but that's not about it. But how Pam shows it, it's, it is true. And this is what I do. And I got, I got really like glass broken. Kind of like, you know, when you hear that and like, tsh, like, oh my God, I, I do that a lot. Well, I do that a lot. And I got called out on it um, like, a, like, two, like two or three years before. Um, but it was, it was just, uh-huh, yep, ah, oh. and like a little simple head nod, a yep, oh, I gotcha, like quick little, like you're almost kind of like the hype man when the person's talking, you're kind of adding to it, you're like their little pigeon, you know what I mean, and you're adding to the conversation, so they understand that you're listening, that you're following, following along, and it's funny, I, I do those a lot, I do those in my real life, not just in sales, I just can't stop. Um, there was one time I was, gonna, I was going to get my haircut, and I was at this barber shop, and they were really slow, and there's two barbers, and, and I was the only one there, so I was talking to them both, but, so one of them's cutting me up, I'm talking to the other one, and it's extremely funny, because he's telling me a story, and I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, and he just, he just stops and starts laughing, and I go, and it like wasn't a funny part in the story. And I, he goes, he goes, dude, he goes, you are so into this story right now. And I go, what? And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, you're in such sales mode that you're actively listening. And I was like, yeah, that's like what I do. I'm showing you that I'm listening. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, just no one really does that here. He goes, it's just hilarious. But he called me out on it. And I was like, wait, do I really do that a lot? He goes, oh, all the time. All the time. It was just. It was just, I don't know, it was pretty funny. But when I started out, I wasn't very good at it because I was too much worried. I was, I was too worried about what I was going to say. I was worried about how I would respond and, and how I improved on that and how I was able to kind of overcome that nervousness was I learned my product. I learn the experience we offered. I I had stories in my back pocket that I could share because and then I felt confident that no matter what they said, I had something to say back to them. I had something to add to the conversation or I could kind of flip up and ask a question and kind of steer the conversation how I want it to go. So my product knowledge was huge. I didn't have to, you know, 
wait to load up these these answers. They were just there. I was able to pull them up quick. And that's what helped me the most with my active listening because I wasn't worried about it. And I kind of got over over it myself too of that. When somebody, the first impression thing is, is really in your head. Um, and you got to get over that. And, and I need to continue to get over that because that's something that, that I, I struggle with a little bit. But the thing is, is that just by saying, oh, hey, I'm, I'm Justin. And like introducing yourself. That's not like, like a crazy first impression. And I don't think anyone's going to like judge you for that. It's more important to listen to what they're saying and then respond. And just kind of getting out of your own head and realizing like, hey, they're, they, they're talking to you for a reason. It's they're talking to you for the reason. And what's the worst thing that's going to happen? What's the worst thing when you're in a meeting, when you're in a cold call, the worst thing that's going to happen during there, during that interaction is what? They say no. I'm not interested. I don't want to talk to you. Go pound sand. Click. That's the worst. It's not that bad. We hear it all the time. So let's not worry about that so much. Let's not get nervous and then we're going to mess it up. And guess what? We are going to mess up some of them. And it's fine. Laugh about it and move on. But listen to what they're saying. Listen to what they're saying. Don't just be so worried about what you're going to do for the close. Because if you don't gather this information by asking the right questions, by listening and responding and having this conversation, then you're not going to have the chance to present to them. Because it's going to show, like I said earlier, that you're not listening, and that means you don't care about them. So if you don't care about them, then why the hell should they care about you? Why the hell should they care about you? I don't know. It's just like that the little coworker I ran into. It's a good dude. I'm all set. I don't want to get beer with you. I'm, I'm good. I realize that. You don't, you don't care about me. You do not listen to anything I have to say. So that's fine. I don't have to be the one to talk all the time. I have a podcast which I talk for like 20 minutes. And I appreciate you listening. <laughs> but like it doesn't matter. So actively listen. Show that, that you're listening. And you can do that on the phone by the little uh-huhs. And, yep. And, and little, like little grunts added in there. It shows that you're with them. You're not just dead air right there. Have fun. Smile. Look them in the eye. Just have that great eye contact and, and, and a firm handshake or no oh COVID, no handshakes, fist bump, elbow bump, what just a wave from a distance. But have that, you know. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. Believe in yourself that you're smart enough and that you know your stuff well enough that you can answer questions. And if you cannot answer those questions, it is okay for the response of, I'm not sure, let me figure that out and I'll get back to you. But listen to what they're saying, because when we're actively listening, we're going to gather all this information. I'm going to use that analogy again, because I think it's phenomenal. When they answer questions and they drop little informational nuggets about maybe why their, their current system isn't working, what they want to do, what they're interested in. All this information is we're going to take it, we're going to deposit it into the bank, which is our brain. And then when we make our presentation, we're going to withdraw that information and then pitch it to them. But when they're saying, back to that early example, they're saying that they love their logo, that shows me that they want to see their logo. So what opportunities can we have their logo? A billboard. 
uh, inning sponsorships, some on the video board, some on the website, social media. Like, what are they doing? Why do they want to see their logo? Is it new? Are they revealing it? But these questions are going to help us be able to close. If we're not listening, if we're just there to read a script and go down the, the, the check boxes and ask questions just so we can ask the questions so we feel like it's a conversation, we're not going to close a lot. You might close some, but you're not building partnerships because you, know, you don't care about them. So your whole pitch in the beginning of I want to see if we can build a partnership was all bullshit. You just lied to them. You ruined that trust. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's listen. And especially now where people are going to be a little bit tighter on their money. So you want to make sure that if you're fighting for other, if you're fighting against another team, another marketing company, another like outing, that you're listening to them so you can meet their needs and you can deliver on what you talked about. That's it. Active listen. Actively active listening is huge. Something that I had to work on for a long time. And I still don't have it perfect. I tell myself to do this, to listen, 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 listen. Shut your mouth. Don't wait for it's my time to talk. But actually, listen and then respond with value. And we can do that. So work on that. Get get some. 20 minutes, bingo, bango, bongo. I'm out of here. Follow me on social media at Sports Sales Coffee on Instagram, Facebook, and on TikTok at SSC underscore podcast on Twitter, Sports Sales and Coffee on LinkedIn. Hit me up, slide in my DMs, Sports Sales Coffee at gmail.com. It's all in the bio. And please, if you haven't yet, if you have like two minutes, it'd mean the world to me if you could like, subscribe, and then definitely leave a comment on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the podcast. And then continue to tell a friend about the podcast you're telling a friend to tell a friend and it works yes but absolutely have the best week of your life keep on grinding if you have the opportunity go get it go sell something i'm gonna see you next time peace